So Illinois basketball and Simeon have broken up. Last week's recruiting fiasco involving the Illini and Taylor Horton Tucker kind of sealed the deal. That's the word from Joe Hendrickson, longtime recruiting expert, the publisher of City of Suburban Hoops, who this week joined Lauren Tate to talk about all things Illinois basketball and recruiting in that murky city of Chicago. And this week's Tate Lines Unedited, Joe and Lauren break it all down and tell you what it means for the future of Illinois basketball. We'll be back after this. Hey, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media, reminding you that every day at newsgazette.com, there's a bevy of podcasts for your listening pleasure, from Jim Turpin's Penny for Your Thoughts to Scott Beatty's Sports Talk to interviews with the movers and shakers in town on The Morning Show. Check it out, newsgazette.com. Search for podcasts. Well, this is Lauren Tate with Joe Hendrickson, my city suburban hoops guy who knows more about the recruiting in Chicago area than anybody, basketball that is. And boy, we had a thriller this last week, and I don't know if we can make sense out of it, but uh, I guess what we want to talk about here is uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, his decision and what led to it, and what are the repercussions. Where do you want to start, uh, Joe? Well, I mean, Lauren, I, you know, the thing with it is, you know, I've been doing this 20, 20 some years now, and you know, every time something comes up, you think you've seen this, you think <laughs> you think you've seen that. Seen uh, it all. You kind of, you kind of feel like you've had it all covered. And but in recruiting, it, it's uh, I, I guess that's never the case because this, this is just something I've never really kind of seen. And I think it's unfortunate in a lot of ways the the way it went down. Um, but I, you know, I I don't know. I just think it's a sad state of affairs when when adults and, and are affecting and impacting you know choices that that have nothing to do really with you know their own family. I mean, this isn't their family members. So what I'm saying is, I, I just I feel bad for that family and, and Taylor Horton Tucker and and his family because I I mean they they the thing is, Lauren, Iowa State has been there all along. They you know, through this whole recruiting process, there was a school popping in here, popping in there, and then leaving. And then you hear about this school, and then that school would be gone. But all the way through it all, it was always like this school, this school, and Iowa State. And then it would be another school, another school, and Iowa State. And so that's why I knew Iowa State was always in a good position and good shape. And really, up until 10 days of the commitment, I didn't think Illinois had a chance that they were out of it. Um, and but they they were able to secure that that official visit. They were able to get him down there, and he connected with with a big underrated part of it was his connection to the players at Illinois. You know, Mark Smith, Demonte Williams, Laurent Blay, just a number of players that he really kind of connected to, and and that was a big part of the plus and the pull to him to Illinois. Uh, but the, the problem seemed to be that. After- he, uh, Joe, that he might not have connected with the player that he was going to play with, <laughs> Io. Do you think there was a connection, a misconnection between those two? Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I've stated before. There, it's not like from everything I've gathered, they're not the best of friends, but they're also these two kids aren't enemies. I mean, they, they, it's that's the. I mean, I, I think this is more. You think about it. How impressionable are kids, Lauren? And when you hear adults talking about things over and over and over. You know, it's bound to impact and affect in some way. Absolutely, um, a, a kid in their teens. 
and that they're like I said, they're impressionable, and and they hear this stuff, and I, I just think you know uh, the adults um, in this were were a lot of different adults from you know whether it be college coaches to families to AAU whatever it might be were in the wrong and 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 it, no I I don't think it was an Isle versus Palin situation at all I really don't. Well, Joe Hendrickson, uh, the mother, said that at no point did he ever commit to Illinois, and uh, she was very uh, vociferous on that, very strong with that. It sounded to me like he was leaning hard toward Illinois early in the week. Then I don't know what happened, but whether he actually committed, do you know that? I mean, I I don't. No, I don't think he he is not has not committed. I mean, as it is with any recruiting case, whether it be this one or other one. You know, a, a lot of it is just, you know, even when I gather information and a lot of it I don't put out there, and whether it be Twitter or stories, there's just stuff that people tell me in confidence and, and and stuff that you gather up through, you know, different sources and, and good relationships that you have. And I think that was more of it. People had been hearing this and that from some, some reliable people that the tide has turned had turned and Illinois had put themselves in a great situation and position 24 hours prior to the the announcement date and you know i know illinois felt really good about it early in the week you yeah. know so you know it, it, it's it's a lot of it is vibes that they're getting uh that people are getting and a lot of it is uh just having some ties and connections with people that that do know but no i don't Taylor horton tucker didn't call illinois and say i'm coming um and, you know, to answer that question. But I think he left an impression, all, though, with him when he left signs, here that he was really happy. All happen- signs were indicate, indicated that that was, uh, could very well be happening on that on that Thursday. Has Illinois now aligned itself with the McIrvin fire as a, at the risk of losing uh, Robert Smith uh, for the time being at Simeon? Well, there's definitely going to be some repair work. There's no question after talking to Rob Smith. Um, extensively and knowing Rob as I do I I mean that I just don't think uh Simeon and Rob Smith believe it was handled the way that it should have been handled and if it was handled a little bit differently then there wouldn't be quite as big of a obstacle to overcome but right now there there's there's going to be some some tricky times between uh Illinois basketball and Simeon that you know, we'll see if it can get worked out. But, you know, and I'm not saying that there's not any players of Simeon, but fortunately for Illinois, there's not right now. I mean, there's no big high major prospects in the program other than there's a freshman that's down mm-hmm. there. But yeah. uh, and as, as far as Mac Urban Fire, I mean, that goes without saying because Chin Coleman is, was, was hired and he was very close with uh, that program and coached with the program and, uh, that program has a couple of prime targets that Illinois is focusing on going forward, whether it be Adam Miller in the sophomore class, the transfer from Manuel, who now will be playing with Nick Irvin at Morgan Park and with the Mac Irvin Fire in the, in the offseason. And then you've got Khalil Whitney, another high-profile prospect, top 100 kid out east. He was originally from Chicago and moved after his freshman year, and Illinois has been very hot and heavy after Khalil Whitney uh, six six kind of wing six seven kid that you know again would be a is going to be a prime target in that class of two thousand nineteen and yes he's a Mac Irvin Fire kid too. Hey Joe, uh, Joe I want to ask you about what do you know about the connection between Ayo Dusumu 
and Francis Okoro from uh, Normal West. Uh, I believe, are they both Nigerian? Is there a family connection there, a father connection? That's something, uh, Lauren, that I I just recently had kind of seen and heard of their connection and tie and have not delved into. But, uh, you know, the thing with Ayo Desumu is that the the, the bad part with this is you, you get this commitment, Lauren, and we saw all the glorious reaction of the fans and how excited and it was it was a great day for Illinois. And yeah. with that comes a few days after where everybody's still talking and stories are coming out. And then bam, a week later, it's just it, it just fizzles because of the situation with Taylor Horton Tucker. But once they get away from this and get back to the fact, you know, as Ayo Desumu plays out his senior year plays in some big games and high-profile events, and and this kind of goes by the wayside, it's going to get back to, oh, Illinois has got the top player in Illinois. They've got the number one prospect in the class, a top 30 player in the country coming to Illinois. And then that, again, starts to resonate with the Francis Okoros of the world and you know E.J. Liddell down in uh, Belleville. Now, those aren't Chicago-area kids. You know, which would even resonate more, I think, if, if if some kids in the Chicago area were ranked high, but they aren't in that 2019 class. I mean, that class is, you know, my top three of my top or four of my top five prospects are south of Interstate 80. You know, so uh, between Belleville, Normal, Bloomington, and uh, East St. Louis, you know, so it's how how good is Okoro? Uh, he's a project, you know. Oh, is he? Uh, but he's a, I mean, he, he, he's got a long way to go, hasn't played basketball that long. I shouldn't say a project. I should say he's just got a long way to go, his raw ability. and But he's got a college. You just can't find any guys with size. And he's a legit 6'9", pushing 6'10", with a, he's a physical specimen. And to see the strides he's made in the year and a half, two years, really does excite you. I'm probably the only, well, I think I am the only person that has E.J. Liddell ranked ahead of Francis Okoro. Mm-hmm. I just think E.J. Liddell is, is is more of a sure thing. At the I, next do too. I agree with you. Uh, I, I just think he, now, Okoro, you could argue, has a pot, potentially a bigger upside. But when you combine upside and production, uh yeah, it's hard to match E.J. Liddell. Like, Joe, I, I a, saw Liddell get 77 down in, in those two regional games, and so I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he and he's highly, highly underrated nationally. I mean, for this, if there's 100 players better than you. I know somebody has him in the top 100, but, I mean, a lot of these guys don't even have him in the top 100, and that's just that's crazy. Um, and Okoro, I think, is anywhere from you know, 25 to 40 or something like that. So there, there's not 60, 70, 80 national spots in between those two players. But E.J. Liddell just does more for his team. But Okoro is so coveted because he's your legit five-man, and you can't find – you just can't find him anywhere. So that's why, you know, he big men do get recruited at a higher level just be simply because you can't find him. And he is a legit five-man who's going to be a high major with a college-ready body and a terrific motor. But all those things I just said, great body, terrific motor, E.J. Liddell has as well, as long as well as a budding skill level and an ability to step out and uh, knock down a face-up jumper, which could, continues to get better and better. Well, who looks like the uh, – is Morgan Park clearly the team to beat in uh, 
Chicago this year, and uh, will they win? What well, they've already won? What three of the last five three uh, A championships? Will they get another one this year? Class three A is really bad. It's okay, just not very good. Uh, Fenwick, which played in the state championship last year uh, against Morgan Park in the three A title game, they got bumped up. They're bumped up now. They're four A, so they're not even okay. involved in there. Um, so yeah, I mean Morgan Park's an overwhelming favorite in three A. You know, statewide. After watching EJ Liddell's team, Belva West, uh, I mean, I'll be shocked if they're not, you know, a, a legit state title contender. But up here in the Chicago area, yeah, I mean, I think Simeon Orr and Morgan Park and Whitney Young are the four teams that kind of stand out. Orr is the defending 2A champ. Uh, and then obviously Young is the defending 4A champs who beat Simeon in the championship game. So, You've got those four public league teams who all play in the state championship games who are all back next year or this year. And you know that's a whole other topic for high school basketball. A lot of people are getting tired of the public league dominance. And I don't think it's going to be anything different this year with Orr in 2A, Morgan Park in 3A, and then Young and Simeon in 4A. Yeah. The only outlier in that is Belleville West who can play with and beat anybody in the state of Illinois. You know um... – I couldn't imagine this when I was growing up. I mean, Chicago teams uh, before DuSable and and a few others, Marshall in those days with Wilson, there was just um, they just weren't com- competitive with the downstate teams. Now the downstate teams have just basically disappeared. When I say downstate, I mean the Pinckneyvilles and the Herons and Bentons and all those and Centralias and, and Mount Vernons and it's all swung up to the north. And uh, and with with uh, by the way, there's still a lot of talent in the St. Louis area too. More so, I think, yeah, recently. Right, yeah, right now there definitely is, Lauren, in the St. Louis area. But you're right about, I mean, we can go back even, you know, you went way back and then you can keep going up that, that um, historical timeline and you think about, like, the Springfield Land Fears with oh, Ed yeah. Horton and Kevin Gamble, the East St. Louis Lincoln team with LaFonso Ellis, and then you get into the Peoria Manual teams in the 90s and, yep. you know, way back or before that, Quincy and Payne and Douglas in the early 80s. So, those teams haven't been around. I mean, we yep. haven't seen them. And, um, you know, it's Southern Illinois, the Altoff, and, you know, the four-class system has helped too. But, you know, it's just we have not been able to produce those high-level, as far as the pure number, high-level talent or teams throughout the state of Illinois as we – and that's what made high school basketball so great and why it's lost some of its luster. Yep. Programs like that. From top like to that. bottom just aren't aren't quite what they were yeah from rockford all the way down to the to east st louis it was we had a lot of stuff going on there for a while well joe i'll I'll wind it up with this uh what are you hearing real quick what are you hearing from the university of illinois as far as their team this year they play uh eastern in charleston on friday night what do you think well i i just think a lot is for them to succeed i think all stork is gonna have to play at a really high level for them and there's going to have to be a big impact from, you know, I think all the freshmen are going to contribute, all these, the Ballyhood freshman class, but somebody has to really rise to the occasion to play bigger and better than anybody's anticipated. You know, my projection is Mark Smith by the time the Big Ten season rolls around. But I'm just talking for them to kind of get on the bubble and, and, and try to overachieve. I think those are the two things they're going to have. They're always going to have problems with the interior. I don't care how well LeRon Black plays or Michael Finke plays or Kipper Nichols. Or 
they're just gonna have, that's gonna be a major obstacle every night out. Well, but they're learning a new system. Them, we'll, we'll see what happens. They probably be a little slow out of the gate, I would think. But uh, Joe, thank you very yeah, much. I, I mean, this yeah, this uh, con- I it, this controversy over the you know the recruitment thing has caught a lot of attention, and uh, we did the best we could in covering it. I mean, it was just too complex to uh, explain in a sentence for sure. No, that's 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 the best explanation you can give. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. Bye bye.